This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A series of bills are now headed to Governor Ivey's desk for signing. These bills all deal with the military in Alabama as recommended by the Alabama Military Stabilization Commission. The bills were passed in the Alabama Senate first and then on in the Alabama House on Military Appreciation Day. Speaker of the House Mac McCutcheon says this was a joint effort by both chambers to honor the military. SB 99 allows for the state to recognize professional counseling licenses that are transferred to Alabama so that a military service member or their spouse who has been practicing counseling in another state can continue to work once they're in Alabama without a complicated licensing process. SB 27 deals with the National Guard and allows them to create a new unit in Alabama that corresponds with the Space Force National Guard. And SB 116 creates an advanced enrollment process for school-aged children of service members who are transferring to the state. The board of directors for the World Games are now weighing in on the politics involving the Russia-Ukraine conflict. The board's organizing committee has voted and approved a measure that bans athletes and officials from the countries of Russia and Belarus from participating in the World Games. Those athletes will no longer be allowed to take part this coming July in Birmingham when the World Games kick off. World Games CEO Nick Sellers and Birmingham Mayor Randall Woodfin plan to speak further about this decision on March 1st when they are at the Kiwanis Club of Birmingham. Two buildings belonging to the University of Alabama at Birmingham have been demolished this week as UAB begins a $75 million project to build a genomic medicine and data sciences building. The new facility will be located on 7th Avenue South and have about 145,000 square feet. UAB says this project is designed for the study of genomics and genomics programs, and it should all be completed in June of 2024. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency worked with the Houston County Sheriff's Office to investigate crimes against children. As a result, Timothy Anderson of Ashford is now arrested and being charged with 25 counts of possession of child pornography and 25 counts of dissemination of that child pornography. Bond for Anderson has been set at $250,000. The Alabama Spring 2022 college application campaign is now underway this week. What that means is that some colleges and universities are waiving their application fee for those who apply. The goal is to increase the number of high school students from low-income families in pursuing a college degree. When this campaign was held in October of 2021, there were over 25,000 high school seniors who applied to attend college. There are just over 30 colleges from Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi who are participating in this program and waiving their application fee. The program runs until March 5th. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, leaders of Russia and Ukraine met on Monday to start the talks that would hopefully end the fighting that is happening in that area of Europe. The talks went for about five hours, with some common ground being agreed upon, but no ceasefire. The decision was made to continue further talks. Despite these talks, Russian military convoys are continuing to approach the capital city of Kiev, which is within Ukraine. The United Nations Security Council also voted to hold an emergency session regarding the whole Russia-Ukraine crisis. That meeting will be held at the U.N. headquarters in New York City.
President Joe Biden is back at the White House after spending the weekend once again at his home in Delaware. Apparently, Biden's advisors did not inform him on the trip into D.C. that the mask mandate has been lifted ahead of the Tuesday night State of the Union address, which is going to be held indoors at the Capitol building. Biden could still be seen leaving Marine One helicopter wearing a mask while outside walking across the lawn with absolutely no one around him. Reporters did yell at Biden from a distance. He refused to detour from his walk and talk to any of them. Mr. President, is Ukraine winning the war? Mr. President, you fear? You believe Putin will use a nuclear weapon? Mr. President, are you worried about nuclear war? In the midst of all the international conflict, the Biden administration has quietly announced their U.S. Supreme Court nominee. That person is Judge Kentonji Brown Jackson. She's a Washington, D.C. Circuit judge. When Jackson was nominated to be on the district court, she was asked during that time about her judicial philosophy, especially whether she ascribed to the idea of a living constitution, which is what liberals prefer to go with, rather than a strictly originalist interpretation as conservatives prefer to use. Jackson said no to the idea of a living constitution until she was then nominated to serve on an appellate court, which is a common court from which Supreme Court nominees are chosen. That's when Jackson was asked about her philosophy with the U.S. Constitution, and she became very vague and noncommittal. In comparison, Justice Amy Coney Barrett, who is now on the U.S. Supreme Court, rejected the theory of a living constitution during her nomination. She believes in an originalist interpretation approach to that. The good friend and business partner of Hunter Biden is going to jail. Devin Archer was sentenced to one year in prison and one year in probation for defrauding a Native American tribe. Archer must also forfeit $14 million in property. Archer is the one who set Hunter Biden up with the Ukrainian gas company called Burisma back in 2014. That's when Hunter's dad, Joe Biden, was vice president under the Obama administration. Archer and Hunter went on to serve on the Burisma board of directors for years, receiving tens of thousands of dollars each month. Archer then went on to defraud the Oglala Sioux tribe in 2018 with a bond scheme. The number of Democrats that are getting cold feet about returning to Congress in 2022 is now at 31. Florida House member Ted Deutsch announced this week that he will not be seeking re-election in the 2022 midterms. Deutsch represented the Broward and Palm Beach counties in Florida. Deutsch was elected to Congress in 2010. The National Republican Congressional Committee responded to the news about Deutsch, saying that he realized that the House Democrats will be losing a majority in 2022, and he made the right decision to get out now. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is not going to respond to a request from the White House ahead of the State of the Union address this Tuesday night. DeSantis took to Twitter to confirm that as governor, he declined to send any National Guard members to Washington, D.C. as part of the reinforced security plans for this event. Joe Biden issued a request for governors to deploy their National Guard to the D.C. area. DeSantis said in a tweet that it's not going to happen from Florida. There is a truck convoy on its way to the D.C. area ahead of tonight's speech, which may be the reason for this extra security measure. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on this Alabama life with the latest podcast called Willing to Serve. It's about Willing, Kate Willing of Auburn, Alabama, and how they're helping others who 
have gone through a similar crisis as they have. My junior year of Auburn, I found out I was pregnant, unexpectedly, unplanned. Uh, my boyfriend at the time didn't want me to keep the baby, so he dipped out. I remember being terrified to tell my parents. Um, I flew home and I thought I was going to tell them in person, but I chickened out telling my parents. Um, but I left a picture of the ultrasound in a note. <laughs> and I never advise girls to do this <laughs> on my bed. And I'm like, surely my mom will find it. And so every time she'd call me, I would panic thinking she found the letter, she found the ultrasound. And of course she didn't, you know, it wouldn't be that time. And so I was just living in this constant state of stress. And I'll, I'll never forget this phone call. I answered the phone thinking, okay, maybe she saw it. And she was calm as a cucumber. And I'm like, okay, she didn't find it yet. And she's like, hey, I found your note. And I just couldn't believe that she was so calm. And she's like, I'll send you some money. There's a place in Atlanta. You can take care of it. Um, and once I started explaining, like, mom, I, I, I've seen the ultrasound. I've seen the heartbeat. Like, I just don't think I can go through with that. She's like, well, we're, we're going to pull everything then. I'm going to come get your car. You don't have any more money. Like, every, you want to do this? Do it on your own. Don't come home. I was running with some bad crowds. I mean, we were selling drugs, using drugs robbing people like we were during like this period of my life not a day went by i didn't break the law like we were we were not good not good i remember after i got sentenced i went down and i was in a in a jail cell um in the courthouse and i just remember sitting with my head in my hands just like this and uh i prayed a prayer that went god if there is a god i really need some help if you want to hear how the Willings story ends, you can find it on the 1819 News website under the podcast tab. While you're there, you can also find the daily detail or you can subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 